Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld. Welcome to the Science of Selling, the place where you get actionable sales insights that are backed by hard science. I'm your host, David Huffeld, and today we are going to look at some very important insights from my newest book, Sell More with Science. The book came out a number of months ago in March of 2022, and we've already received a lot of great feedback from those who have read the book because this book really fills in the gap that I didn't address in the science of selling. The science of selling was focused on how the buying process occurs and how we can align how we sell with it and sell more with science. I really turned my attention to what does science say that each of us as sales professionals can do from our mindset, our traits, our behaviors. We deal with so many important topics in this book and I feel that it really fills in the gap. So if you haven't read that book, don't miss out. You're going to want to take a look at Sell More with Science. Again, available anywhere fine books are sold. If you have your copy, grab it because we're going to talk about some of the biggest insights from the book. And we're going to start on page five, where I write the biggest benefit I experienced was that science gave me a new way of looking at the process of selling that was accurate, predictable, and made a profound, lasting influence in my results. And that is so true. When I first started looking into the science and trying to improve sales results, I was doing it for myself. When I first got into sales, I had graduated with a master's degree. And as I got into the profession of selling, I thought, you know what? Some of the stuff I had researched for my master's thesis on nonverbal communication, I thought was really relevant and I thought it would help me become a better presenter when I was presenting in my sales job. And as I began to look into the science, the deeper I dug, the more and more I found. And so the first person I really began to transform with this science was me because I saw how it was applicable to literally every part of the sale. And when I first started looking into the science, it was really just to help me become a better presenter. But I realized, boy, was I really short-sighted it was so much more than that. And it really gave tremendous transparency. And then, of course, I began sharing it with other people I work with. And then I got promoted. And then now people are using science-based selling all around the world because we are selling not with some best practices. We're selling based on how our brains work. And let's look at our next quote from the book. And that comes from page 13, the beginning of chapter one, the very first sentence I write a hallmark of elite sales performers is they have mindsets that prime them for success. This really is so true. Every time I meet with any salesperson or sales team, this is front and center. Anytime I do any kind of training, the mindset salespeople embrace literally predict how successful they will become. You can have the most talent of anyone in the entire company you work for. But if you have a mindset that is counterproductive, you will not become and remain a top performer. I was struck by this just in my experience. And then as I got deeper and deeper into the science, which I lay out in chapter one of Sell More with Science, I was just amazed at how most of us seem to underestimate the impact of our mindsets 
and we focus only on behaviors. But in doing so, we ignore the mindsets that are causing us to choose and deploy behaviors and activities in a particular way. Mindsets are the foundation of success. This is such a big, big deal. We've talked about in the last few weeks here, a growth mindset. That is one of those mission critical mindsets that if you don't have, it will set you up for not experiencing the success you could have. However, that's just one mindset. I talk about that one a lot because it is just so hyper relevant and the impact it makes is just staggering. And there's so much science behind it. It's overwhelming. However, there are other mindsets as well. And so you want to examine your mindset. The biggest problem that most underperforming salespeople have is how they think. And that hinders how they sell. We're going to move on, though, to page 116 in Sell More with Science, where I write, you can make your sales muscles anti-fragile by conducting win-loss analysis using the six whys. When I saw the impact that people were having of using the six whys for win-loss analysis, because we all know we should do a win-loss analysis when we win or lose a sale, but no one wants to do it, right? No one wants to do these things because they're like, well, David, they take time. You don't get any good insights from them. And what's the point of doing them? It's a valid point until you start using the six whys. And that was why I had to put this in sell more with science because using the six whys for your win-loss analysis is an absolute game changer and it makes you anti-fragile. Anti-fragile is a term that was popularized over the last couple of years. And basically what it means is there is things that are fragile, like a wine glass. You drop a wine glass on the floor, it shatters, it's broken, very fragile, you throw it out. And then there's resilience. Resilient is something that can take a beating, but it it stays there. So I have a punching bag in my little home gym and I can punch that thing. It doesn't get weaker. It doesn't get stronger. It just is resilient. But anti-fragile is different. Anti-fragile is when stressors come, you get stronger. So stressors don't cause you to collapse like something fragile or even something resilient where you can stand and take it. But anti-fragile means you get stronger because of it. When you do a win-loss analysis with the six whys, you become anti-fragile. Why? You're learning from lost sales. And so they make you stronger. In other words, when you lose, it makes it more likely that you'll win in the future. And when you use those six whys as the framework for doing your win-loss analysis, then real quickly as a reminder, what are they? Why change? Why now? Why your industry solution? Why you and your company? why your product or service, or why spend the money. And if you haven't read the book, you want to check that out. Talk about that in chapter four of how to do a win-loss analysis with the six whys. It's a game changer. In chapter five, I write at the beginning of the chapter, as we learned in the last chapter, the way something is presented heavily affects our perception of it and the decisions we make about it. This applies to every aspect of our lives. Behavioral science research has discovered that when consumers tasted ground beef labeled 75% lean, they rated it as less greasy and better tasting than when it was described as 25% fat. Another experiment published in the New England Journal of Medicine examined how physicians decide on treatments for a life-threatening disease and found the same thing. When one treatment was presented 
as having a 90% survival rate, 84% of the doctors chose it. However, when the same treatment was said to have a 10% mortality rate, only 50% chose it. In this chapter, which I just read from, chapter five of the book, we talk about reframing. This is game-changing. I was just training a company earlier today, great company, big company, on the power of reframing, and their people were getting it, and they were putting these frames together. In the book, we give a model for reframing. Reframing is, like you just heard, real simple examples of when physicians, very educated men and women, are shown treatment and told that it has a 90% survival rate, 84% of them choose it. However, when they're told it has a 10% mortality rate, only 50% of them choose it. Now, physicians are smart people. They know that if something has a 90% survival rate, of course, that means a 10% mortality rate and vice versa. They can do the math. It's very simple. However, whatever is emphasized, in other words, the way the treatment is framed, predicts accurately how they'll respond to it. That is the power of framing. Daniel Kahneman, the great cognitive psychologist who won a Nobel Prize, he said that we all underestimate how much our decisions are frame-bound rather than reality-bound. So we view things through the frame they are presented to us or the frame we use to present things to ourselves. So oftentimes, people reject your ideas, your product or service, not because it's not in their best interest, but simply because of how it's framed. In fact, when I was studying this, I found that great salespeople are great at reframing. Here's the problem, though. Oftentimes, they acquire this ability over many, many years, sometimes decades, and they have no clue how they do it. I know this was true for me. I remember answering an objection, for example, and something would pop into my head as a young salesperson, and it would be brilliant. Other times, something would pop into my head as a young salesperson, a rebuttal to an objections, and it would be horrible. I was just kind of hoping something good popped up, or I would mimic what I heard someone else had said, and hopefully it applied to the situation. With reframing, you take all the guesswork out. You take all the art out of it and you make it a science. When you say, okay, how do you reframe? When great salespeople are able to reframe, what are they doing? Very rarely do they know what they're doing. If you say, how'd you do that? They just shrug their shoulders and go, I don't know. It just came to me. Well, that's great for them, but not so much for you and I, right? Because you're like, well, how can I do it if you don't know how you did it? There's not a process by which they follow to get to that level. They just got there through trial and error over the course of their career. So in the book, we share a reframing model that you can follow step by step. You want to be very attentive to this and you want to be very attentive to how you frame things because reframing is the key to effective selling. One last quote I'm going to share, which is from the last chapter of the book titled, Take your sales career to the next level. This is the chapter I wish I would have had 15 years ago. This would have been a huge help to me. So I kind of wrote it for those who were like me, who want to go somewhere they're not currently at in their career. They're not content with where they are. And they say, I want to go to that next level, whatever that may be for you. We kind of give a prescription, if you will, for doing that. And so in there, 
I write on page 227, to positively transform your career, you'll need a plan. That's why I'm going to share my formula for change, which consists of four proven strategies that together will provide you with the path forward. So these are powerful. First strategy, start with a sprint. You want to take massive action. In the book, I recommend you take all balance out of your life for a very short period of time, half a day to a couple days at most. When I first got started, I don't know if I should even say this, but when I first got started, I did a sprint for a couple years. That sounds crazy, and it was. It was not healthy. In hindsight, I should not have done that. That's why I recommend only doing it for a short period of time. But you can achieve amazing things. And so don't do what I did. Do it for a couple days. If I would go back and do it over again, I would do it differently. But that's what I did. Start with the sprint. Strategy two, make small incremental improvements. You want to focus on that. You want to say, okay, I did my sprint. I took massive action for, let's say, two days. I did it over the weekend. Now I want to spend 20 minutes a day or an hour a day, right? You do that consistently month after month after month after month. That can be a game changer. Strategy three, invest in yourself. Don't be frugal with you. You want to invest resources, time, attention into what you want. And strategy four, adapt your environment to foster success. Look at how you can manipulate your environment to set you up to Embrace those behaviors, those activities that you know will move you closer to the career change that you're looking for. Again, in the book, we go into detail for all of these, but you want to take action and you want to have a plan. Here's the reality. If you don't have a plan for your career change, your career probably won't change. If you say, David, I want something more than what I have now, whether it's I want to improve my sales, I want to grow in my abilities. Or you say, David, I want a different job. Or David, I want to move up. Or David, I want to be the top person on the whole sales team by a long shot. I want to be the person that when they say, who's the best salesperson in this company? It's me. Okay. Whatever it may be for you, you want to have a plan. And what I laid out there, again, in the book, it goes into details on how to execute on these, but it is an absolute game changer. And I guarantee you, If you follow that formula, it'll take you somewhere you have never been before. I guarantee you, you will go somewhere new. So you want to make sure that, A, this is really what you want, because this is the ladder right to the top. Okay, this ladder works. Uh, I've used it. I've trained many people to use it. So make sure that before you climb that ladder, you're going to like the view from the top because it's going to take you there. But, you know, you got to sacrifice a little bit. You got to put the time and energy in to doing it. It's no one's going to hand it to you. Sales is based on hard work. Well, we covered a lot of ground there. This book, Somewhere with Science, so much diversity. We talk about so many different topics in the chapters because I wanted to really fill the gaps in for science-based selling. So between Sell More with Science and The Science of Selling, both of which are available anywhere fine books are sold, you have everything that you need to really Begin to implement science in your everyday life and in your career. And again, if you want more training beyond the books or you want to go to the next level in your execution, 
reach out to us at huffeldgroup.com. We have a wealth of training, consulting, virtual training, a lot of great resources also on the website too at no cost that you can take advantage of. So with that, I would encourage you, think about one of the things we've talked about today and then take immediate action on it because when you do, you're going to sell more and you're going to do it by using science. We'll see you next time.